You've stumbled into another nostalgic void. Drifting, searching with your rose-colored glasses. Fear not, what an odd cast is here to guide you. With hosts Jared Minikheim, Anthony Denny, Michael Kennedy, and Sven Magnuson. Stay odd and hold on tight. Hi everyone, Uh, welcome to What an Odd Cast. It's, hold on, Monday, March 6th, 2023, the year of our Lord. Uh, yeah, welcome to our show. Yeah, we're, uh, we're talking about the history of Slipknot. Part two. Part two. After a brief interlude slash rant, my name is Sven, son of Magnus. Michael Kennedy. Anthony Denny. Jeremy He's over there getting water. Our he thought he could. Over there he thought he water. could. He forgot that we do an intro. Yeah, where we all introduce our names. I forgot. I forgot. So. We forgot we didn't, you know, in case this is your first time listening, in case one of your friends is like, hey, you ever want to listen to? A homo, a beaner, <laughs> someone in the closets, and someone in some kind of closet. At least. I don't know what. Someone from the helmet who used to wear a helmet. Um, hey, that's listen. Listen to what? What? Listen to these four chuckle fucks. Yeah, so that's one way to put it. But uh, but Mike and Anthony have uh, Hasbro things that they want to get off their chest, and they I can tell that something they really just got to get it out. So I was like, you know what? We'll just let them get it out. They seem to be honest about it this year. What it is? What the warehouse sale? Yeah. So last year Hasbro did what was it? Customer appreciation or some Uh, shit, where you could get like thirty five percent off certain. Grip it and rip it, baby. Thirty or thirty-five percent was it? I think it was like forty percent. Was it? It was thirty-five for normal people, yeah. but if you had the premium, it was forty. That's how I got like I, did, I think I got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Ninja times Power Rangers because it was like they were basically seven dollars off, so it ended up being kind of worth it. This year they 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 said what it was. It's the warehouse sale, right? So it's all the shit in the warehouse they couldn't sell. That's like old stock that they're trying to move. It's twenty twenty stock. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's two years ago. That's fair. stock. So the, it's it. just stuff they couldn't sell. Want to get rid of it? Discounting no. See, it. here's the issue, right? Here's 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 the issue, oh, Jared. No. Is recently I've acquired everything that I want to acquire except for. Okay. Except for the Ninjati, which I will slowly acquire over time to just to just to just uh, round out my collection before the plastic-free packaging really comes in full circle, and I can't fucking stand any of the box art. Okay, we're gonna have to take that away from him. <laughs> I have an idea. Open the door. Open the door. He's not that stupid. <laughs> it's fine. So anyway. And so, um, they have been sold out of many things. One thing was the SPDA Ranger, who is a female Red Ranger from the A-Squad in SPD. In like two episodes, but they released the entire A-Squad. And I got mine off of Amazon. I got mine off of Amazon. And because it was sold out on Hasbro Pulse. And has been sold out on Hasbro Pulse since, basically, it started. Since its release. And now, all of a sudden, they got fucking stocking. 
Not only do they have stock for the SPDA Ranger, they have the Lord Draken helmet. They have Lord Draken back in stock. Draken back in like that. They have the original Red Ranger in stock. They have uh, the original Gold Ranger in stock. Which it's been sold out everywhere. That's fun. It's one of those limited things because it was a Walgreens exclusive. Yeah. I'll imagine that. Right. It's gonna be the they same have, thing as that fucking like, transformer we got right now. A, 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 a one that's not even out yet is the blue space ranger with his fucking galaxy glider, which I didn't think was out yet anywhere. That's on sale. Interesting. Everything's on sale except for the shit that I wanna fucking buy. <laughs> They got Pudgy Pig. Remember how much I played that stupid punch uh-huh. lunchbox Pudgy Pig? Yeah. The regular one's on sale, and the Hasbro exclusive one is on sale. Oh, another mention. You have to spend $75. Yeah, it's really not worth it in the long run. Which is a lot of money to spend on yes. shit. But, like, everything that they said was, like, sold out. All of a sudden, they just magically found stock, huh? You yeah. just... You just magically found it, I'm, huh? I'm, I'm surprised Rodimus Prime is the sold out. The fucking Silver Ranger is on warehouse sale. The two-pack is on sale. Uh, All see. of the monsters on fucking sale. I mean, now's your time to buy, you know, a bunch of them so you can troop build. No! It's fucking <laughs> the, the single pack Tango Warrior, which was sold out before. Now sold out and the warehouse sale. I don't know if they fucked that up and had stock or they never had stock and they just included it on the warehouse sale. Good God. See, a lot of the stuff for the Transformers is recent stuff, but also, like, there's some older stuff, some exclusive stuff. What yeah. I wished, what I wished they would do. Do you remember when they fucked up last year? Yeah, put the sword on for... I wanted they, them to fucking yeah, do oh, that. I remember fucking sword. I looked if it was on there. It's not. I it's so not. Pissed. That's the only way you're gonna fucking sell that shit, guys. Mm-hmm. No one wants <laughs> power weapons. I hate to tell ya. But, but I just... cool. Just fucking Christ. Yeah, they're cool, and they're also... Fucking three feet long. Here it is. The exclusive one I got. The one with the lunch pail. The one with the lunch pail from fucking PulseCon. Our exclusive is not even on here, which is funny. (sighs) Got kickback, Jared, the one that you got me. Yeah. He's on there. You know, I just... For me, I just look through, like, Macari, and I'm like, who's selling what? And then that's why I send you a whole bunch. I'm like, there's a whole bunch of these ones. I don't know if they're anything that you want, also, need, or also care great about. Is, there's 504 things, but it's an infinite scroll. Yeah. It re- will repeat things. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, oh, you didn't... It's You didn't stop at this one. stupid. Do you want Marvel Legends series Wolverine with red claws? No. So upset. Jared's like, so sorry, upset. With what? Red, red claws. Oh, like they're superheated. That's... Yeah, because that's what he can do in the comics now. He can superheat his claws. Yeah. I don't. I haven't kept up to date on what they do in recent comics because Jared, there Jared. will be multiple stories that change things about a character. So I just stop trying Jared, to pay attention. Spend a fifty-two dollar set to get uh, Marvel Legends series Doctor Octopus. Sven and May. What? Sven May. Say Sven. Show him the Doc Ock. What? Doc Ock. Fifty-two dollars for Doc Ock. Um, 
But it does come with the burden of uh, Aunt May. <laughs> it is a two-pack. You cannot escape Aunt May. They're a happy married couple. That's fine. <laughs> you know? And not Marissa Torment Tomei. No. Old lady. Old lady. Old lady. Aunt May. Like okay. the best I'm, version. I'm 90 for some reason, even though my nephew is 16. I mean, I guess it makes sense with Toby, with Tobey Maguire because that is a forty year old man. It is a forty year old man <laughs> playing a high schooler. Uh, Stop the so I so fucking like Milf Aunt May. <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed her. Yeah, yeah. I bet you. Fucking I actually. Punk. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, cool. by your baser insult. Have you ever seen her Sometimes. in fucking my cousin Vinny? No, she's a babe. In my yeah, she, she, she's also she's, a car expert, which is only hotter. <laughs> I I actually Some enjoyed. People. Was it Sally Fields and Andrew Garfield's? That's who it was, right? That's, yeah, she I, was okay. the, the mid ground. Yes. I enjoy yeah. Sally Fields. Not ninety. She's in. Not milk. She's in eighty for Brady. Yeah, which she technically is. makes her a gilf now. So yeah, yeah. Anthony <laughs> 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 spit take. Sorry, I got wearing dark pants. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, so there's the Hasbro stuff there. Uh, then there was also I brought up to Anthony yesterday, day before. <laughs> I'm fucking. Wow. I'm losing track of my days. But yeah, uh, the it's Haunted Mansion trailer dropped, and I Anthony didn't even it. know it had. And I was like, oh, I thought it would have been something you would have seen. Get it? What do you mean? I don't get it. I watched it. I don't get it. It looks good. Does it? It feels very much like Pi- how Pirates of the Caribbean was. Like maybe no. Is is a is a is a movie based off of a ride. I got that. It's very yeah. hard to get like a cohesive storyline from that. It can't be worse I than mean, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy one. Did. Don't you fucking <laughs> backtalk the Eddie Murphy one, you giant fucking. I actually dick. just watched that one the other day. So good. It's, I haven't it's seen it since so I was good. a kid. It so I don't really so have any good. Room to it's judge, but. prime. Post Eddie Murphy. It is. It is. It is. Okay. The, Post Shrek. It is the downfall of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It's, this is why. It's this right is, before Meet Dave. It's oh, Daddy okay. Daycare, <laughs> Pinnacle, Shrek, Daddy Daycare, and then anything that motherfucker does is just on a downward slope after that. Fair. Uh, no, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's, Murphy's not dead. He just doesn't. It's got Danny DeVito in it. Yes, it does. Oh, it does have Danny DeVito. It does. I like the um, thing where it's like, I'm not going to a haunted mansion. I'll give you money. All right, what's the address? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I didn't. I don't. I, I listen. You okay, don't, here's it, the thing. Is it that you don't get it because of the casting no, or the story I, that they're the going to try to tell? Here's the thing. I understand the concept of the haunted mansion, right? It's, yeah. The haunted mansion isn't what it's actually called, right? It's the Tower of Terror or whatever. No, it's the haunted mansion. The Tower okay. of Terror is different. Tower of Terror. In the haunted mansion one can go like different paths, right? Or is that no. Tower of Terror? That's Tower of Terror. Then I don't fucking get so it. So the haunted mansion. just done a yeah, Tower of no, Terror I don't really fucking movie. Either. And they tried that once in the 90s with Bill. Uh, Murray, 90. No, no. Burr. No, it's the, the one. Definitely wouldn't have been Burr. From point. Independence Day. Independence Day. Um, Paxton. Oh, okay. Oh, I looked at Bill Paxton. It was like it was like it was Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton after he did Casper, and then he did the the, the tower. Oh my god, he wasn't Casper. He yeah, was, he was the, the dad. dad. Casper. Oh he dies. <laughs> and then he did Tower of Terror with anyway Christina Ritchie, I think. Wow, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Shook. <laughs> Pulling a deep cut there. Uh, so, I, the, so, I don't, yes. The Haunted Mansion. Yes. Because I went, went uh, like, six or seven years ago, that goddamn, I uh, went to California, and we went to Disneyland, because okay. Heaven's Never Gone, so. And we went on the Haunted Mansion, and what it does, you walk in, and you go into the great 
the room that expands. Yeah. And you're like, wow, cool, the ride's going to begin. We're in a, I'm in a room with like 40 people. Cool, how's this ride going to go? And that's just, you know, you get your ghost host talking about stuff. He's like, oh, there's only, there's only one way out. You can take my way out, and then it cuts to a shadow of a man hanging above you. Okay. Um, and then, no, you go through the line, and it's just... You go through, there's a lot of cool effects. The, the hat go, the, the hat box goes. Where the hat, hat box goes. Disappears and pops up. <laughs> That's box. fun. Um, you know, uh, it's just a bunch of different things. So it's just like you go through, it's more, it's, it's not really a story So it's, it's just that there's ghosts. And yeah, it's spectacle. Like, I could understand, yeah. like, the Tower oh, of Terror funny crossover fits. with this. Because, like, in the in the, the trailer, you see, yeah, like, okay. the mansion constantly changing. Like, it's never the same twice, which is why I thought this. But if it's not what the ride is, they can fuck themselves. Eddie Murphy already did it. There's no reason to do it again. That's, I mean, that's Cash fair. Money. Money. That's all it is. Even though you're literally failing Money. most things that you're doing. I mean, it's I, fine. I don't want to get too confident, because it does feel like we're going back to early 2000s Disney with this. Where something well, that, that it's the new CEO. That's who we when, when he the, the old it. CEO. Yeah, that's <laughs> what Bob or what? Uh, yeah, Bob Iger. Iger. That's when he left. Was then. So yes, we're gonna go back. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Did fuck? you forget you had a straw in your mouth, bud? I okay. I like to chew on my straws. Yeah, we, yeah I'm you autistic. do. <laughs> and I just I had it just like kind of resting in like fucking one of the cracks of my teeth. Fucking smoking. And I went to reach over to grab the like fountain drink that it came out of and fucking smacked it and jammed it into my tooth even more. <laughs> Give yourself a low-key lobotomy. <laughs> okay. But no, I don't, so, I don't get it. I don't care to get I, it. I, I mean, that's I'm fair. No, I don't, listen, I'm probably going to see it just because I'm not really into a whole Disney thing right now. Are we talking about me and pussy? No. I don't get it. I don't care to get it. I'm probably not going to ever see it because uh, I'm not really into a Disney thing right now. <laughs> That's what you call sex with a woman is I'm not really fun, into a Disney thing right now. Fun conspiracy fact is that for your yeah, yeah. For, for all you so if you look back over the Disney regime <laughs> all of, the, all of the princess movies are named what they're after, like the Little Mermaids, about Princess Mermaid, Princess Frog, about Princess of Frog, Cinderella, Pocahontas, right? right. It's all <laughs> about that. the genocide. Do you, do you of know? The Native do you know why Frozen <laughs> is named Frozen? Oh, I've heard this. Have you guys know why they named Frozen Frozen? No, no. I do so not. when you Google Frozen Disney, the first thing that doesn't populate is Walt Disney's frozen cryogenic brain. So it goes uh, to the actual. Do you, do you, I, like, if that's a real thing, <laughs> that is a real thing. You have his head. I yes. want to sabotage it so bad. It's about time for him to be re- resurrected, <laughs> right? right? The 100th anniversary. I feel like it's not a resurrection thing. I think it's a memento thing. I think they're just like we have his brain. Well, I mean, this is what he had in his fact. will. Yeah. Not, not to get too far off topic. He, he said, but, "He said, cream in my body, not do my you brain." Guys, <laughs> do you guys remember the mid two thousands Cartoon Network movie uh, that was kind of a series as well, where a kid got in a car accident and, and, and was transplanted his brain the, of the, the animated cartoons, and he sees all the cartoons in real mm-hmm. life, and that's how like the real person. And he went, "Yeah, do you yeah. guys remember that yeah. movie?" Yeah. I feel yeah. like that was real a fucking person with a wild movie, huh? Yeah, and then it came a TV show. Yes, for like a season and it failed. Yeah, and I remember I mean, like, oh, because they had a 3D movie. 
And they're like, oh, go to your local store. No. no. Surefine. <laughs> Good luck with and that. Surefine is, is like a fucking, uh, it's just, it's a gas station. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, local, because it, it, like, you had uh, two of them. for convenience stores. Uh, it, it was nothing convenient about. No, it's kind of like a. It had some grocery stuff. It had a gas like pump. It had a deli. Like family Dollar. No, the Green Place. Spartan Dollar Store? General. No, he's talking he's, about. He's, he's talking about. He's talking about. I mean, store. a smaller about, with the pharmacy. It's Walgreens. It, no. Right Aid. You know what we're talking about. He's just doing it on purpose. No, I genuinely don't. It's know the grocery know. store in Laco. Yeah, it's uh, like it's like family. a ch- no. like a general store with gas pumps. Carl's, Carl's, thank you, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's a general store gas gas pumps. the The guy who owned the one in Casadega owned one in Sh- uh, Sinclair Bell. He owned both of them. That his dad started sure. it. But anyway, yeah, I yeah. look for the glasses. I know what you mean. There. Yeah, no, you're not gonna fucking find him there. Yeah, yeah. But, but the new TMN T movie. It looks good as shit. It did look a they lot of fun. They're, they're teenagers. They're I, I teenagers, like and I love it. It's not, I don't feel like they're forty-year-old. It's, it's not Johnny Knoxville playing yeah. Leonardo. <laughs> it's not creepy as fuck. Actually, I like how they've 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 de-aged April too to like. Yeah, so it's that's not great. We're so teenagers. Fucking creepy. Yeah. I, you know what I get from it? I don't. You know what I don't get from it that I really like is I don't get that the turtles want to fuck April, which is a great <laughs> yeah, no, great yeah. for me. I don't get that. I don't yeah. get that. I I, I like the Bebop and, and Rocksteady. Did you did you hear who they got to play Master Splinter? Sven, Master is Splinter. It, is it Ki Hu Kwan? No, it's close. I don't care. It's Jackie Chan. Oh, I do care. Yeah, how dare you? Dare you? I kind of forgot about Jackie Chan. I figured he everyone for, died. Well, wait until the next Rush Hour movie comes out. Okay? Yeah, 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 he <laughs> might die in the process. Uh, no, what are you talking about? Chris Tucker's going to die before Jackie Chan. I would like to go on a tangent, if sure. I may, as well, <laughs> real sure. quick. Okay. Going, going back to the convenience store gas station thing. If you come into my store and you spend 15 minutes looking around, go to a fucking supermarket. What were they looking for? Snacks. Yeah. Fucking, you only have a limited number there. Come in, get your shit, get out. <laughs> good boy, good boy. Also, it is a deep and uncompromising hatred that I have. Ooh. For alcoholics and lottery addicts. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get five of number four, please? Give me, give me a whole run. Can of I those. get five of number four again? Because these didn't win. Yeah, literally. I got yeah, five dollars. How much is number four that'll like, get me? It's not even like people come up and like, oh, hey, can I, get a, can I get a Powerball and uh, yeah, uh, a Mega Million? It's like just yeah. that option that I might win. Easy pick. Print them off. Same ticket. We're good. Yep, four bucks. The people who come in and they're like slavering at the kind of like. Can I get a uh, can I get another can I get a, uh, a power shot, please? Are you gonna shove it up your ass while I'm watching you? Because I'm not into that. I, I hand on, them the ticket on. and they start scratching it before they've paid. Yep. Like yes. like yes, I know that they will pay, but it's the principle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and people who fucking wait till the weekend, and then I have like a ten minute line out the door for people yeah. wanting to buy their six packs because they are pathetic alcoholics. Who cannot go through the struggles of life, raw dogging it like I do? They have to bury themselves in the stupor of alcohol. Sven, I don't feel. Fuck like you, off! I don't think you raw dog life. We all have our own addictions. Hey, buddy. Well, mine are better than theirs. <laughs> That's fair. I can't, I, hey, you guys, we should pool our money and go buy a bunch of lottery tickets when it's working. 
We should get one of each. Yeah, because I feel like that'd be I most the, inconvenient. Can I get the one in the middle? I don't want the one that you were perfectly sh Oh my god, I'm back. <laughs> I fucking triggered him! Holy shit! It, here, it's just like... It's <laughs> not <laughs> even like... If you come in and you just... You get a couple tickets. <laughs> it is the people who walk up and they hand me like 10 plus oh, yeah. of like the slips oh, yeah. that I have to run through our machine. And it goes... Shh, eh, prints off a ticket. And yep. Prints off ticket. Yep. And then a line forms behind them uh -huh. because I have to spend five minutes waiting on this person so they can win fucking five dollars. <laughs> yep. From Lucky for Life. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't win if I don't play. Oh my god. My brother's uncle's cousin's fifth wife. She won a thousand dollars once. She won eight hundred million dollars. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna win it, boy. I know we talk about this. I know I'm gonna pee at the Walmart. <laughs> every I know I'm gonna talk about this every time. Uh, we talk about large chicken. But there was one guy in New York who he he sold vegetables and he also played the lottery. Sure. One one year the vegetables weren't up. Okay. And the next year they weren't up either. Yeah, he won the lottery. He won the lottery. Yeah. Five years down the road, the vegetables are back. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but he spent uh, all of the hundred thousand dollars he got. Yeah, doesn't take one. Uh, I mean, one more thing I wanted to bring up before we start. Uh, there was another trailer. Uh, I don't know if you saw it pop up, Anthony. Uh, uh, the blackening. Oh my god, it looks so fucking good. Oh, so fucking racist. It, I can't walk it. Oh, made me laugh so fucking hard, but at the same time, I'm like, this has the opportunity. As I said before we started, it is either going to be one you of the saw, greatest. You saw. New comedy song. horror things oh, that's ever made, or it's going song. to do terrible. Uh, black comedy, and I'm hoping it no. goes in the latter if it's going to go no, great. No, no should like we, dark comedy. Should we pause and make them watch All the right, blackening? Let's pause blackening. It is the most racist thing ever, and I stop for a little while while it calms down. I like how you got something playing now. <laughs> little southern blackening, the blackening. No, I've been looking for a good comedy word, <laughs> right? Uh, black comedy has this. Told you, as soon oh. as they open the box, you guys would be like, oh, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see this in theaters. <laughs> it's like, we're the only white dudes there. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. We're going to have to leave Hastings. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it won't show in Hastings. No. This movie ain't for you. <laughs> What's bad is I won't be laughing and let, we, we're going to do it. Say, we have a black guy we can bring. We need like a wow. That was really Sven. God no. Yeah. Okay, Sven. Jared. What? I feel like you're gonna be the one. <laughs> what? That, that has a black. <laughs> has a black print. Austin's a quarter black. <laughs> we just need someone slightly darker than Anthony to make sure that when we know. we laugh Wait, at a I have an time. idea. No, we're not doing blackface. Okay. I, it was one of those, I'm you guys joking. have seen the Ralphie May special, where he's like, all right, offer of the white people, I need you to go ahead and look around for your designated black person. If they are laughing, it is okay to laugh. Yeah, you see, the problem is, I am the minority, uh -huh. and so I'm I... am going to fucking die during this movie, it's going to be fucking great. We got, we got to find the other minority, because yeah. I, I'm, I'm already the minority card here. Fair. By, by skin. But yeah, no, race. that's... That's the blackening. It, it looks, looks very so funny. good. It, it, it looks really funny. <laughs> I was gonna share certain the group chat, but I wasn't sure who you guys would feel about it. So I just watched. I, I didn't see somebody laughed. say something about it, and and I finally had the trailer pop up, and I was like, oh fuck it, I'll no, watch it while I, saw, I, while I have it here. And it was, I died. <coughs> I saw the poster pop up. Yeah. Um, Can't all die. <laughs> uh, so, 
Sven, you you've been into magic as of late. Yeah. Are are you yeah. into magic or is magic into you? He I likes don't answer this that particular question. set. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, what back in last time I played Magic was in like 2015. Back so when the, the first time so, I played Magic. Okay. So back when they were coming out with the 2015 base sets, remember how they used to do that the year base set and it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I uh, these I mean I have them on my Xbox. I have 2013, 14, and I think I have 15. Because I just I enjoy playing it. I don't really have cards myself, but I do enjoy playing it. So I've had those. It's for years now. I think no, no, 2012, 2013, 2014, I think are the ones I have. I've always enjoyed playing Magic. Like, it's a fun game. But kind of like Mike said, it's mainly (laughs) the theme of this set is what I'm into. Is it like Necropolis or something? No, it's the Phyrexians. It's flesh and metal horrors spreading a poison throughout the multiverse in 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 an eternal pseudo-religious crusade. Yes, fair. uh, Since he he introduced me to it, I have since went back through Mm. and realized like my favorite sets in shit like that. Y'all forget that there's actually a storyline being told with these cards and there's yeah, actually like book there, tie-ins and shit. Like, you guys are the people who play are, alter, are multi-dimensional beings. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you are technically planeswalkers. And yeah. <coughs> when you play the game and you summon creatures or you summon other like named kind of legendary figures, you're basically calling in a favor and being like, hey, will you come help me in this fight? Uh-huh. Ah. Yes. I summon... General Sherman. General Sherman. <laughs> well, we're going to move on from, from wherever that's about, about to go. I have to find my magic cards, but I'm pretty sure one of my ex stole them all. So. I have a, I have a, uh, I have a deck of cards that's magic. You're fucking. It's a Svengali deck. I, I know. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to go get my Svengali deck. So la- last time uh, we we were on the show, we did we did the first starting of all this. There's some corrections and things I'm gonna make. Yeah, because Jerry's an idiot. There's just a lot, and a lot of it's con- as I said last episode. It gets very confusing. Everyone has different things that they say, so it gets very hard to keep track until you get to this point where things are more recorded, documented. Everyone kind of knows what's going on. Uh, so yeah, there's a couple of things I have to fix. So right off the bat. Uh, with the MFKR that we just talked about, uh, I did mess up. Mick was the one who had joined in the band, not Damn for uh, Jim from Stone Sour didn't join in yet. It was actually Craig on guitar at first. Uh, Craig, who was the guy with all the spikes on his mask, uh, Pinhead One Thirty Three, however you want to call him. Uh, Craig was actually on guitar first, and then they got Brainerd in, and he was the one who filled in for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Craig went back to keyboards, and I, I wanted to make sure I corrected that out because Jim doesn't come in until they're basically recording this album as we're going in. So I just want to make sure I corrected that out because otherwise some things won't make sense later. So anyway, uh, so yeah, last we left off, uh, they just they had just made MFKR. They just got a, a new deal handed to them by Roadrunner for uh, seven albums. For finally killing that coyote. <laughs> so... Uh, that acne bill too much. <clears throat> Anders had left for family vacation, and they got told by oh, Roadrunner, yeah. "Hey, we need to we need the vocals to change up." They they were very on board with doing metal bands, but they felt that Anders' vocals wouldn't hold up on a seven album deal like something that had a softer range could. 
So they told him, hey, gotta, you got to change up the vocals. We need something that can hit those heavy and harsher tones, but also has a soft melodic tone set to it. He could be good for like a backup, but we need something to change a little bit. Uh, and I do have some more information of how they actually got Corey to join. Uh, they, they, as I said before, they played with Stone Sour, so they already knew who he was. They actually went to where he worked. Uh, the, the way that Corey tells it was that they kind of bruised DVDs and then came up to him. And he's like, the gist of it was I either joined, came down and sang for him on the album where they were going to kick my fucking ass. So I went down and sang for him. And then, uh, which was followed by... Well, it's funny, because as he was doing his tracking for the album, Joey was... uh, The way the story goes is that Joey was the one who spoke up and was like, if we don't get this guy to sign with the deal for this album, we're going to fucking kill him. Like, he's not allowed to leave here and do something different. Like, he's going to do this. So, they're on a lot of stress. (laughs) Saunders didn't tell anyone he was going to quit. He just fucking left after the show. And now it's like... Fuck, we need a percussionist, we need a backup vocalist, we have all the we we're about to sign a fucking record deal. Like we need to make sure this shit this is not something to have happen right now. And then they called in the female Cenobites. <laughs> uh but also I wanted to clarify that they didn't have any grudges when it came to uh with Anders. They all had their understandings. It, it was it was one of those things where like you've been friends for a while and you're just like, no, I get it. So there there wasn't any grudges on it. They understood what was going on. Yada yada. So anyway, so the guys reach out in the music scene. They're able to pull in a guy called Greg Welts, a.k.a. who who they, who they nicknamed Cuddles. <clears throat> uh, they, get, they, get him, they get him on the custom percussion. He does that for a while. Uh, now we're into early 1998. The guys make up the rough demo tracking for their first album. Sven was not even born yet. No, Sven. Sven were, you, were you not born yet? I was born in 97, thank you. I'm a 90s kid. Oh, I, I didn't think that was right. I thought you were you born know? in 96. <laughs> Apparently you're older than I... You're younger you're, than I thought you were. Hey, it's a compliment. I'm 25. I don't do math. So anyway, uh, early 1998, they get the rough tracking down. 26 uh, months. But overall, everyone in the band feels that something's still not quite where they want it to be with how... Like, they want the wall of sound thing. They want to do something a bit different. They just felt it wasn't quite hitting what they were trying to do. So they need an extra kick. Basically, they want an extra ingredient in in what they're going to call Slipknot. Uh, We'll enter in in a young kid named Sid Wilson, who, Anthony, do you know what his DJ name is? The kid from Toy Story. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be. Um, Sid's. No. It's right up your alley. The Beaner. uh, Shockwave. DJ Starscream. Starscream. Yeah, what a fucking And, and the mask he wore for the thing we'll get to later was there actually, he took off the top part of his Starscream helmet and that was his mask on A Hope Is Gone. It was his animatronic Starscream face mask. But anyway, yeah, he's he has Transformer tattoos all over. He's a huge Transformers nerd like you. So anyway, uh, yeah, they, they basically he met Sid uh, and Sid was doing DJing and whatnot. Sean comes up to him and is, offers him basically like, hey, we need somebody who can do has a skill set like your own that can even help us with remixing this album, getting us what we want out of it. Sid was super curious. He had already, like obviously he already knew about this this random chaos trio that was going around and being asked to be on it. He was curious. <clears throat> uh, Sid's reaction to all this was uh, he kept telling me I had to come to a live show and he kept going, "We're crazy." We're crazy, man. We wear masks. We get physical with the crowd. We're absolutely crazy. And he's like, that's perfect because I'm fucking insane. So I was like, I'll be there. I'll be at the show and see if I like what I hear. I mean, that's definitely a Starscream. 
Yeah, so anyway... Lord Megatron has fallen, and so has the Beats. Before he does this, uh, basically, Ross Robinson, who we covered last time, uh, their producer, has Sid come in and do his mixing with the tracks to see if it it, it is what they're looking for. Hands down, Roadrunner, Ross, everyone was immediately like, this is what we were missing, this is what we need to do, we need to get this guy in here. But Sean was very much like, you have to fucking earn your way. Like, all of us have been doing this for a little bit. We're we're a tight-knit group. You need to fucking earn your way. For a minute, we'll share. So, Sid turns up to the show. He's he's standing in the crowd. Now, when they did the song Tattered and, Tor- Tattered and Torn, what Sean would do in the early days like this is he would grab the mic, he would go into the crowd, he would, like, rouse people up, he'd get in the mosh pit, rough rouse, whatever. Uh, because for the beginning of the song, he, they, he goes into a chant of Kill Me, so while he's doing that, he's behind the drums. He's getting the song ready. Everything starts dropping, and Sid makes eye contact with him, and immediately Sid takes it as his sign of Fucking "I'm gonna nerds. earn." Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna earn my way in." So what? So Sid decides nerds. to leapfrog everyone in front of him to get to the very front and center of the stage. <laughs> and as Sean approached, Sid jumped up, grabbed him by the collar of his shirt, and headbutted him six times as hard as he could. And Sean getting free. Goes back to the drums, and before blacking out, all the members recall him just spouting, I don't care what anyone says, this guy's in the band. I don't care what anyone says. Man gave himself a concussion. Yes. <laughs> like, they both fucked each other up. But this was enough for Sean to say, like, no, he, he gets it. He, he's in. He can hold his own. So Sid comes in. They remix the entire album. They send it off to Roadrunner. <clears throat> Roadrunner's like, yeah, no, sounds good. You want to sign the deal? Like, this is what we're looking for. Let's make this a thing. Uh, unfortunately, before they signed the deal, Welts, or a.k.a. Cuddles, uh, ends up having to leave the band for personal reasons. It was never really specified anywhere why, just butt cancer. Personal things came up, so he ends up getting replaced by Brandon Darner, who was a roadie for Slipknot in the early days there. Uh, and he wore what was called the Hobo Mask, which no one else wore. I th- actually, I think it got repurposed later. I'd have to fact check when we get there. Uh, but he wore a thing called the Hobo Mask. Some of the roadies wore masks with him. Not everybody did. Uh, but he gets pulled on to do the percussion work because Welts leaves. Aren't roadies the people that fuck the band? No, roadies are the guys, basically your techs, the guys who make sure that everything you uh, need is there when you need it. What was I thinking of? Roadies. Your groupies. Groupies. You're, think, you're thinking of the groupies. But roadies are, are the guys who move all your equipment. Okay. They I, test I, everything. They may also fuck the I mean, they <laughs> may also. We don't know. <laughs> If you're, if you're uh, a roadie, feel free to rate it and let us know. Yeah. And make oh. sure you tell us how big everyone's dick is in Slipknot. <laughs> God, God. Please no. Ratio uh, by height. So with the hobo mask, this is something that um, I sent it to the guys in the group chat just so it would be... Because it was something that was going to come up here. Uh, the hobo mask is only in some of the very, very early photo shoots that they had. Because he ended up changing it to the liar mask that we know now. <clears throat> which is the one with the longer nose. Uh, so the hobo mask is only in a few promotional things before they even sign their deal. Uh, but yeah, he changes it into what's called what becomes known as the liar's mask, uh, Pinocchio-esque in nature. Uh, the guy signed the deal, seven album deal. It's uh, just make sure I got it right. I think if the uh, like a fifty thousand dollars, seven albums, how fifty thousand for your first one. Like, let's do it. So they get many, on the. How many members do you think deep have deep throated that nose? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> there's probably at least a few where like say, that's been a thing. If, there's, if there was a mask with a long nose in our group, I can guarantee at least two of us would deep throat it. There, <laughs> I don't think I would, but that's why I said two. <laughs> 
So anyway, the guys are flown out to Malibu uh, to record at in- no, Indigo Ranch Studios for recording their self-titled album. Uh, it's here we get all the uh, pure... Digo? Can you spell that? I-N-D-I-G-O. Indigo. Indigo? Indigo. Or is it Indigo? Indigo. Is it Indigo? Indigo. I don't know why I said Indigo. Indigo. I'm overthinking it. (laughs) You are. My name is Indigo Montoya. (laughs) (laughs) You killed my father. So they go out to the recording studio. This is where we get the famous peer photos. Uh, They were in a lot of like the booklets as promotional things, and they're on a lot of the early t-shirts and whatnot. Uh, they were down. It's uh, I don't know the fucking name of the pier. I don't live in Malibu, but it's the the fucking big ass pier down that way. Anyway, the, and there's also like videos of them like fucking around. I'm shocked shit. Jared doesn't live in Malibu. I've never. I, I don't. I didn't look. I forgot to look up the actual name of the pier, but I know it's a, a famous pier in Malibu. That's called the Malibu Pier. Oh, is it just called the Malibu Pier? <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. So anyway, so you go to MalibuPier.com. Uh, so Darner there is in. Yeah, a winter storm morning. Going the right wow. So Darner's in the self-titled cover, uh, the self-titled album cover, and he's also in all the promotional things that they had done because he was the one who signed the deal with them. However, Darner's fired from the band for reasons that they never specified why he was let go, but he was rather quickly let go, which so, doesn't mean anything good happened because so it was an immediate like, no, you gotta go. Criminal. Yeah, something bad. I'm gonna guess it involves something. I don't want to like besmirch any innocent people. Yeah, like I don't want to say like he stole blah 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 because they never specified why he was let go. I'm gonna say sex crime. (laughs) We could go that route because Uh, I mean stealing stuff—that's one thing or another. You'd be like, yeah, he he was caught stealing. There's some things we'll get into late, like towards the end that have some of the same. Showing your butthole to people. Uh, Okay, not cool. So anyway. so now they need a new percussionist, obviously. But luckily, uh, Sean had already been talking to a guy named Chris Fenn, uh, who had been bugging him about being Joey's drum tech. He was already on the shows being a roadie for him and whatnot. He already knew the band, knew how things worked. He's like, how about instead of being a drum tech for Joey, you just join us up on the percussion there because we need a guy. And you know the shit. You know how it works. You know how it's tuned. Fuck it. Take the spot. So Chris, uh, you know, uh, Chris Fenn does. He joins in. He becomes uh, the iconic Liar's Mask guy. Uh, and gets a spot in the band, uh, and now yeah, do we have full the full nine? <laughs> what what no, what did you do now? Oh okay. Uh, so yeah, we come in. Uh, we have all full nine members. Uh, Fen said, <laughs> "Yeah, he does. He does." Uh, so Sven said the thing that made him uh, take the spot in the band was yeah, that Sven. Fen. Yeah. Fen. Then. Not, not me. Then. Every time you said that, Sven kept looking up his eyes like, what? Uh, so yeah, every time Chris Fenn uh, came in, the thing that made him actually join into the band was the song Spit It Out on the demo tracks. Uh, his quote was that it, uh, it wasn't like the usual shit that we were hearing. To this day, honestly, that song's a favorite for me to play live. It's the one that just has always popped out for me on the album. Uh, so yeah, he ends up joining in. We get our, our nine members as we knew them for fucking like 20 years before other things happen. Uh, but while they record and edit, uh, the guys get the jumpsuits. They get everything kind of figured out. The the barcodes on the jumpsuits. Each one, each of them having a number, uh, starting at zero, uh, which is said. But anyway, I have to disagree. That's not how numbers work. You don't start at zero. You well, start they at start one. at zero, like a barcode. Do barcodes have any other number besides zero and one? Yeah. Oh. 
Look, look, look at a barcode when you go in a store, Anthony. You can see all the numbers that come up on the bottom. One zero zero one zero one one zero. Ours have different ones. I'm getting us. I was about to say, like, ours have, like, one zero eight. Anyway. So, yeah, they get all this, which Jim apparently was really happy about this because he gets pulled in. Brainerd ends up having to leave as well. Another another one of those things of, like, I'm actually thinking about doing blah, blah, blah. Which thing I also have to correct there is Brainerd left. Basically, they were almost done. They were, like, done with recording the album. Brainerd ended up having to leave, so... Corey reached out to Jim, and Jim comes in from Stone Sour as a full-time thing, not just... Brainer doesn't even have his own Helping fill page. in. Uh, the reason he was there when Anders ended up leaving the band was he fill, helped fill in because they needed a guitar, but he didn't stay. Uh, Brainerd was the one who stayed helped record. Anyway, <clears throat> so this comes in, which uh, Jim was uh, very grateful because the jumpsuit that he had before was way too fucking small. Because nobody's as tall as he was, so he, he was grateful to have new ones. Um... And also, you know, this is where you know we kind of get in uh, that the idea behind the mass of suits uh, was overall they felt that music was very produced. That things were very much you need to be on radio, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to keep public image kind of thing. So they decided, well, we're going to wear the mask so that you don't know what we look like, and you have to just take it or leave it. And they put the barcodes on their suit as a fuck you of here's the product, here's the music, and here's the barcode. You can scan it and take it if you choose. Sort of like Daft Punk. Where I mean, I, mean I, I, I'm, I, you know more about Daft Punk's thing than, than I would. Yeah, they, they, they woke up one day and they were robots. All right. That's their story. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Um. Uh, so the editing itself took forever on this album, and that was because uh, Joey and Ross decided to use analog for all the editing. They didn't use any digital, even though oh digital was coming God. up. They went all analog for the first self-titled album. Have you guys and it was just the two the of them there editing? like, all right, let's mix this. How do no. we do that? It's fucking... Because this was the 90s, right? Yeah, this is 99. So VHS, like... like or 98 going into 99. Going in, cutting into that... Putting stuff in, cutting stuff out, all that, on that. Yeah, so like strip. he had the band go in, record the song, and then they would just take that fucking filmed tracked audio and then sit there and cut what they want, put it here, put it there. They did that for this album, and everyone was like, but there's digital. Like, there's other ways to do this that's faster. And they were like, no, we're doing it this way. It's the way we want to do it. So that took forever for them. But while they did it, uh, they end up taking the time to get more photo shoots. They end up recording. They record the the shining bits for the spit it out video that would come out later. Uh, so they have a whole bunch of things that go on while they're waiting. There's literally no images with it, with analog. Yeah, it's you, you know have it's to fun listen and rewind and replay and hope you don't fuck up the tape while you're doing this too. Because there's no going back. There's no undo button. <laughs> uh, so the album finishes up early '99. Uh, and the guys from. the guys go to their first show May third, 1999. Uh, which with the May 3rd, 1999 show, it is the only show where Jim still wears a black bondage mask that was left by Brainerd. He didn't make his own thing yet. He just said, fuck it, kept the thing that he was left. Uh, but Mick does show off the uh, leather devil mask, as he calls it, uh, replacing the hockey mask he was using before. Uh, and it's also the uh, also where they first used the black jumpsuit coverall, which would later be known as their Ozfest suits because that's where they took off. Uh yeah, so then before their next show, which is Villa Carlotta, California, uh, this is where they take the time. They film more of the shining bits for this uh, music video they'll release later. 
Uh, and Jim makes the new mask, which becomes known as the Jester mask. That he'll be known for, <laughs> for on every fucking album. Uh, uh, so anyway, after the guys have have do all their finish up all their shoots for that, uh, they play Harry Mary May May twenty second nineteen ninety nine. Uh, and as I said, Jim presents his uh, Jester mask. Uh, he also used to do a thing with purple dyed hair where he would pull it through the mask. He ends up just bleaching his hair out. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Yeah, yeah. You like for the whole like it's just bleach blonde. You can ask Ariana Grande about that. <laughs> uh, but it's also interesting that when they were doing the promo shoots, recording and doing all the album stuff, they end up editing Chris and Jim's faces and heads over the guys that get replaced by them for the album covers and whatnot. We always for the commercial break. Right now. <laughs> so when does Mix uh, start in Insidious? When, when does he get Kill. that deal going on? So anyway, <clears throat> so the guys, uh, the guys were doing great so far. Uh, as far as like, the, the album's just waiting to be released. The shows that they're doing so far catching up enough attention for them. Uh, and crowds uh, so far they were they were they were going nuts for everything that was going on for them. You know the shows were still going great because for Slipknot in general, I would say it's not so much that you're going because like oh I love this band. For some people, it's literally just they are a spectacle even to this day with shit they do. The the entire stage is their like little fucking thing. They put stuff in the back. You got Sid that jumps off shit. Surf crowd surfs. Like, it's more of the experience they give you, so that's why they, they really just started to do so well. Yeah, like that Funk. I, I would agree. So, uh, man, I would fucking... Not to get off on a small tangent, because... No, no, go on. Random Access Memories having their 10-year thing with new stuff. I would fucking kill a man to go kill see me? a Daft... I would kill a man to go see Daft Punk live. Hmm. Well, sucks for you. <laughs> I know. That's why I would kill a man, because they've retired. Which, kill a man! Which, I mean, yeah. they've been doing this since the 80s, so good for them. That's true. Uh, so, before we get into what kicks them into uh, overdrive to what they, they are now, we have, we're going to do a short little history of metal, because it's going back to the early 1990s, before all this. Ozzy Osbourne... Smithers found some imp- impurities and rocks, and these turned out to be... Stuff that they could forge into blades. And- so Ozzy, the early 1990s, Ozzy Osbourne's doing well. He goes on a solo career. He's left Black Sabbath. His solo career starts to take off. He's starting to get more shows. So where does he go? He goes to a giant festival called Lollapalooza. And he's like, oh, hey, heard of this. I'd love to be on your... Basically like, hey, you know, I'm, my solo career is doing great. Like, things are going fine. How about I get on your roster and like, I'll do a set? No. Well, why not? Because you're crazy. You you rip heads off of bats and you sing devil music. We don't allow you here. <laughs> the Lollapalooza? Yes. Wow. That is the response Ozzy got. So Ozzy decides, fuck you. I'm going to do my own festival then. Mm-hmm. Like, just like Tanamongu did. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he, uh, in 1996, Ozzy creates OzFest, which is two stages. One stage with all your more well-known bands. So like at that time, be like your Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax... They're on one stage, and on stage two, you have the bands that are more up and coming that don't have an album out yet, like one we're about to talk about, or bands that only have one album, so forth, and they get their own stage. And it's Ozzy was very particular about each stage gets the same amount of care. Just because they're a bigger known band doesn't mean they mean any less than the guys on the other stage. So it was a very, very orchestrated thing of like, this is a metal fest, this is something to give these people a way to get their shit out there. Uh, so yeah, ninety six he starts all that. Uh, 
he gets like white zombie corn and whatnot uh becomes like a really huge metal festival for people so then now we jump back to 1999 and slipknot gets offered hey do you want to set on stage two you get a 30 minute set fuck it you know like come in and be a part of this thing uh turns out (laughs) there was a lot of shit going at this Ozfest. So you know how there's people like Marilyn Manson and, and Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne and Rob Zombie. And Incubus. Yeah, it turns out religious groups really hate that. So at this <laughs> Ozfest, there was a rather large religious up like outcry that Black Sabbath is going to play, and that's the devil's music, and this Rob Zombie, we can't allow these people to play here. And it was a huge fucking thing for him. Black Sabbath almost like didn't even come. Because they were just like, we don't want to fucking deal with this. Like, wow, we don't need to deal with this shit. Crazy religious people have always been an issue. Uh, which was a big thing for people who were going because Sabbath were doing their, like, final USA stuff. Ozzy was going to perform with them one more time, not do his own solo shit. So he's like, yeah, this will be, like, a thing. We'll make it at OzFest. I'll tour with you guys for this. And that'll be, like, my final goodbye to Sabbath. Uh, bef- and so, yeah, that that's going on. So, of course, when you toss nine fucking dudes in horrific mass in jumpsuits on a stage going absolutely insane, shit didn't go well as far as that goes. There, there was a bit more protest that ended up happening. And also, like, everyone's on drugs. <laughs> I mean... Like, like, I've always wanted to go... Like, I want to go to, like, Electric Forest because it sounds really cool. But also, I don't do LSD. So, you don't fit in. <laughs> This is not me, like, not for anything. I have friends that do that. You are not them. There is, in no fathom can I picture you in any kind of getup that would say, Hey, I fit in here. At least you're honest. I just like. I like the music and the. I like the, I like music the for the experience. No, I don't give two no, shits about no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the, thing. Here, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I enjoy EDM too. It is a very good, good for workouts, yeah, good for running, rhythm. good for like. It's it's, it's very good for concentration. Camping the as well. experience that you would have is not the experience that you want to have. Yeah. You would be annoyed and frustrated by the sheer amount of people because you are not on drugs. Also, the sheer amount of people that are on drugs trying you to get to do drugs, you would fold under the peer pressure, do drugs, and subsequently would not have a good time because you don't do drugs. Yeah. You, yeah. sir, are much like me. We're like to do, I like, want to do it, but I don't Exactly you would not have a good time. I'm just saying No, no offense like, taken. Like I don't mean to offend, I'm just like I know I'm a a square. square. Yes. You just like you like here's the thing, Anthony. I also would like to experience that, but I know I could fit in because because you do LSD. I would do LSD. <laughs> I would trip fucking the balls. First, the first one was like, "Hey, you want some? You want some crack? Don't know what's in sure. it. Sure, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? It's Gotta try it once, worse, right? Yolo, no, no. Yolo. I just Jared as as our resident. See, uh, the issue is like you have I, to try it once. I also have. I don't think you have to try everything man, man. once. Also, I, I think also, I think LSD a lot of us I have, here have a, a sort of body dysphoria, mm. but I would play that up 
so much. I would be in the skimpiest fucking outfit I could make. And mind you, I can't make outfits. So it's going to be me in a silver thong with like a crop top fishnet covering my titties. Right. And it's going to be like bright neon fucking yellow. Also, we got to get a shit ton more tattoos if we're going to go. Like a shit, no, a shit time. You need at least starting one. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to get my first one there by some dude hopped up on LSD. Also, take it from my parents who have been there because where my father worked, they provide the gas for it. It smells so bad. Oh, yeah. I'm sure all the vessels. It is hippie stank. So you're smelling weed, LSD, cocaine, and ass and sex. Just... And, like, some dude's breath smells like pot and bad pussy. And that's like, what I'm Hey, saying. why are we clapping? <laughs> exactly. There's seven different stages. It's just, like, oh, were, as someone always dies, like, oh, I get, I, I'm right there with you. I want to experience once, too, but I'm not going to do it in this lifetime. Like, not that's, in this that's body. That's why I wanted to, that's why I wanted to do Daft Punk. <laughs> Daft Punk. <laughs> Well, there would be a bunch of like I thought about getting an old man. I want to go see Nickelback. Outfits. I think Nickelback would put on a good concert. Dude, Nickelback would go put on a good concert because first in off, spite of being Nickelback, yeah, they know yes. they know who they are. They yeah. know that half the people there are seeing it out of spite. That's fair. Nickelback. And they know <laughs> that they can, if they make one joke about themselves, they'll get the whole crowd cheered. Yep. Yeah. Like when they say, "Hey, you guys, it's the Graph song." Yep. And then everyone lost their shit. They played Photograph. Yep. Look at this photograph. No, no, you, I, I, I'm right there with him. I'm right there with him. Like uh, there is okay. So the, going off on a small tangent, right? There is one person I have been in love with, like since I've known this woman, been in love with her, right? Or she's. You? No, well, yes, but an actual realistic person that if I got in shape, I might stand a chance with, right? She's big into those festivals, too, and, like, and all that kind of shit. And so, like, it looks like a lot of fun. But oh, like, like a real person. Like a real person. Oh, I thought you were about a celebrity. Fuck no, like an actual real person. And she's recently I, found herself single. So, like, now I'm... She's <laughs> recently found herself single. So now I'm like... I need to get in shape, and I need to start like, going to these fucking festivals because the only chance Cut I'm going to get to Michael the with the X name, with the rope what? around his neck. Oh no 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 no! I will talk about this later. I've talked about this person on this podcast before, or not on this podcast, but like about this person on the podcast. I didn't know that you knew Duff Cameron. I don't. It's not a celebrity. You know, she's in History of the World Part Two, and I'm really excited for it because do you know who she plays? No. Joan of Arc. She plays Princess Anastasia from the Romanov family, and Danny DeVito plays her father. And as, hang on, as they're Sorry, getting, Nicholas. as they're getting murked by Rasputin in the White Army, she's up doing a makeup tutorial. Rasputin. God, who plays Ra- who plays fucking Grigor- Grigori? Grigori. And, 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 and Danny DeVito's line is Rasputin. Putin because he stinks. Fucking amazing. I'm so excited for History of the World Part 2, guys. We have talked about this when we did fucking Mel Brooks, right? We thought Mm -hmm. about doing our own History of the World Part 2, and then this motherfucker does it. You're welcome, world. That was was the odd cast push. (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, fucking everyone. I'm so fucking excited for it. So, we're at 99 Ozfest. Uh, they go up uh, late in May, so they they present themselves at Ozfest here 
to a I mean, like like a U.S. standard, like the entire state uh, going on this tour. But their first one is late May, a month before their album actually comes out. Uh, and honestly, every band that was there was amazed that nine fucking dudes on a crammed ass stage were able to keep a crowd's attention for 30 minutes and incite so much of a reaction. People were like ready to riot if they weren't allowed to play at least one more thing before they left the stage and they had never played a big venue so uh cast on this uh everyone <clears throat> with the tour they go on Shakespeare, guys they go from may to about july in total they do about 28 shows the self-titled debut comes out june 20 uh self-titled album comes out june 29th 1999 uh continuously sells out does really well for them uh, Slipknot's reputation spreads everywhere from Ozfest. Metal fans everywhere start hearing about this. People like the buzz starts coming, and once the buzz starts here, it does not fucking stop for these guys. While on tour, they produce a lot of a lot more of like the home video footage. Uh, something that was very prevalent with '90s bands, because Pantera did the same thing. They just had like the video camera with them the whole time, and were like, "This is what we're doing." They did the same thing. Uh, they actually put it onto a thing called "Welcome to Our Neighborhood," which they released later, uh, which is done by Thomas McNunn, which also helps with the spit it out video. They also use live footage from Ozfest in. Uh, the earlier videos, which is Wait and Bleed and Spit It Out, use live video footage, which is both come from Ozfest there. Uh, but after they're done with Ozfest, uh, their next tour comes out just in the next month. Like, they finish Ozfest, I think they got, like, two weeks to themselves, and then they're immediately jumped on uh, August of 1999 with Livin' La Vida Loca World Domination Tour. Yeah, so anyway, they uh, they join into this tour. Uh, they go all over. They do about a total of 110 shows. So that's another 110 on top of everything they've already been doing, uh, which is back-to-back. During this tour, Corey changes out masks from the dummy mask to the what they called the ghost glow mask because the dummy mask heavily rotted and fell apart, and uh, Corey even quoted, is quoted as saying, uh, choked him out on stage because it was rotting so bad. That's it. Because it turns out when you have something made of a leather that will break down when it's exposed to an immense amount of heat and sweat, it tends uh, to melt to your face. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to melt. Uh, which I, the fun fact I have there is Corey does actually still have it. He still has like the three scrap pieces as like memorabilia of a mask that just didn't even make their first fucking tour. Uh, so anyway, the, uh, Corey changes out to that. Uh, the other huge ass tours they do uh, weren't enough. Like they do this tour and it wasn't enough for people. Uh, they get pulled on to more and more. Uh, but before we get into that, there's some other things that we need to discuss as far as the band uh, overall. Oh, my hip just popped. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, no, no. Are you good? Yeah. Did it, it feel a, it good was or like, was it a bad pop? It was a good. It was like one of okay. the real solid, like solid, shunk. deep. Yeah. I wish. You wish you were solid and deep in you? No, oh. I, I wish I'd get a pop in my hip like that. Yeah. Mine just tends to tense up. Uh, God damn it. We're, no, damn it. Hang on. <laughs> it spins pop. I move do my you, uh do, do you need a brief break to find oh, out? Because okay. I have something. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, I found where I was at. My a fingers little, touched it. A little poem for our viewers out there. Ooh, a poem. Pussy corrosive. Pussy <laughs> explosive. I look at that pussy. It's what I need a dose of. 
Pussy eroding. Pussy abrasive. I look at that pussy. It's what I need a taste of. Pussy be stinging. Pussy be hurting. Pussy be sizzling. What is supposed to be squirting. Pussy disintegrating. Pussy dissolving. Pussy turning heads. That shit is revolving. There are like four more verses. I'm not reading them all. (laughs) Taika Waititi playing Sigmund Freud. Yeah, I know. He does a master class. He does a master class. <laughs> oh, fucking annoying! <laughs> so, can you can you look up Josh Gaddish? Oh, he, he's on here. That, that <laughs> is the perfectly like. I don't know how to put it other than fucking love it so fucking much. That shakes. I fucking love it. Who? Uh, yeah, of course. See, that is my reaction to both of these announcements. Like, it's you came up to me like Josh Gaddish playing. Shakespeare. I was like, yeah, a fucking course he is because, huh. yeah, Josh Gad. <laughs> I think what he is playing Sigmund Freud. Yeah, of course. How fucking annoying! I, I, both I think of them. Jock, Jack Black is playing Stalin. Yes. Oh God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, guarantee you. Someone's like, uh, Mr. Wati, you were making a movie or a show or something. Uh, we would like you to play Sigmund Freud. And he was like, Yeah, all right, I'll do that because I, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm weird. I'm annoying kind yeah. of. Fuck off. Uh, Damn, son. God. That was, was that like a deep hatred you've just been holding on to? He pissed off at Thor Love and Thunder still. Uh, it is a bad fair. movie. Yeah. But also, Taika Waititi is kind of like... Um, who's the guy who wrote Hamilton? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. He's just kind of annoying now. Oh, my God. I thought I was Rasputin. Who? You guys ready for who? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, hang on, hang on. Tommy Lee Jones. No. Fuck. <laughs> is it someone famous? It is someone very famous. Someone Bill we've Murray. actually uh, seen on this podcast. We did a whole month. With Ron the, Perlman. Is it Brendan Fraser. No. It'd be fucking great. Johnny Knoxville. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Holy fuck! That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that so goddamn much. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm yeah, I, I had to look up. I had I saw the picture. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I don't. I don't even recognize that as Johnny Knoxville. No. That does not look like him. That no. looks like Diet Bill Scarsdale. <laughs> <laughs> it does. But somebody left it open like, too long. Okay, the, Johnny Knoxville is kind of in that same category where he's just kind of like, like yeah, I'll do that weird role because I'm the weird, eccentric, annoying guy. He's really Except down now. That's the thing. Yeah. He's calmed down a lot. Yeah. And also, he's more or less he's, faded into a like kind of obscurity. Yes. He's realized so, that he is mortal. I don't yeah, care. It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Where everyone right now, and in the last X amount of years, is just deep-throating Watiti's cock and Lin-Manuel Miranda's kind of like, oh, so Hey, yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he, he, he doesn't even, he's one of us. This is what I'm talking about. He, no, 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 let me explain. Have you ever seen this guy get an interview before? He's, he's weird. He's nervous about he's fucking everything. He, he, sh- he does not. He's this man's like, nerd. he's really going to make nerd. it easy. He can't be a social person. He's like, I'm going to do Hamilton. I'm going to put me. Why did I put me in Hamilton? That's his reaction to him being in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He does not like that he is Hamilton. Good for him. <laughs> also, I I take, take very, very, very offense at Sven just going... <laughs> And with the Taiko Watiti because I enjoy Taiko So, But hey, it's compliment because two hands. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that man can do no wrong by me right now. 
so before we get into the the next part of everything that they have going on, there are some things I'm going to cover over just because I know there's going to be some fucking jackass in a comment somewhere who brings it up. You didn't mention blah, blah, blah until after. I'll bring it up now so that it's not a fucking surprise when it's an issue later. Corey, hey, let's, let's address it. Let's address it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So also, it's really great that he thinks someone's going to listen to <laughs> Hey, well, I can have my dreams. Are we up to? Eighty some. I meant just ninety about some. Particular no, in general, in total. Oh, you mean in total? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're like I think ninety three hundred. Okay. Right now. Uh, Remember when we get to a a hundred thousand? You mean ten thousand? Ten thousand. When we get to ten thousand, I'm getting the cake. We got eight hundred more to go. Yeah, it'd be an ice cream cake. <laughs> you know how hard ice cream cakes are to make. I was not going to make it. It will be purchased. <laughs> Just to clarify. Cake sucks. Can we do like a Danish instead? No. No. Sorry, I don't know any I will Danes. Accept, I will accept like a cheesecake. I'm good for a cheesecake. Cheesecakes will, are good. I will capitulate for a cheesecake. I will pitch But nor like, like, everyone a dilly like bar. birthday cakes. <laughs> oh, why don't we just go to a Dairy Queen? I was thinking about yeah. getting an ice cream cake. Uh, I was also thinking about getting an ice cream cake. Uh, you from just Dairy never Queen. had good birthday cake then. It's it makes, all bad. It makes sense. It's not all bad. It's not all Least bad. Least favorite child. Okay, which which cakes do you have? <laughs> what is size what, one what, in your pants? What, what, what typically do you get for a birthday cake? I don't because okay. I don't like. Okay, well when you did. What scarred you to the heavens to hate cake? Do you... Okay, sure. Like, think of your bog standard birthday cake. Yeah, with, like, like the fluffy interior and the frosting on the top. Okay, we all thought of... It, I guarantee all three of us thought of a different kind of cake. It just... No, hang on. It, vanilla white frosting, vanilla white frosting, vanilla white frosting. Red velvet cream cheese. Nope, you're wrong. I mean, I... What? I grew up with yellow cake chocolate frosting. There you go. So I mean, yellow white. Same yeah, yellow yeah. chocolate. Continue. Uh, you like that kind of cake, like yeah. the yellow cake chocolate frosting, yeah. yeah, with like the the kind of the puffy flaky, yeah. It just you don't like it. I don't like it. It's kind of a texture thing. It just it's not great. And the frosting, it's always layered on too thickly. It's always too sweet. It's it shuts my stomach. Just send. We'll, we'll, we'll get you like yeah, a good yeah, cake. Yeah, we're gonna make you a good cake. We're gonna make you like a three layer cake. Don't. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Bad worse. No, actually, I've processed some old memories. I will tell you exactly. My friend Jesse had Jesse's cake. A birthday, and his mom made a four-layer chocolate cake that was chocolate harder than fucking concrete. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Can we make you a cake? No. Do you know what's fun? Have anything rainbow-oriented? It'll be black and white on the outside. You cut into it, fucking rainbow. Confetti. Confetti cake's the worst. You just haven't had a good cake. Yeah. I would say so. I don't think there is good cake. There is good cake. I've had a lot of this kind of cake. Have you ever had made by different people? Have you ever not good? Have you ever been the nothing bun cakes in Grand Rapids? No. That's good fucking cake. They make mini bun cakes. They're about yay big. You eat the whole thing one bite if you're having fucking fat. Lemon. You want red velvet. You want chocolate. You want orange. You want cookie zest. You want cookie crumble. Bun cakes are pretty good. Lemon cake. Is at the top of the list. That's yeah, fucking dude. right. It is because it's it's moist. Yes, and it's smooth. I don't like lemon cake. I prefer my lemon, like lemon bread with like a nice icing. Shut the fuck up! You woke me up at five o'clock this morning doing that shit. Oh, did he really? Yeah. What a he, dick. He parted the blinds <laughs> to bark at our neighbors in their car. Sorry. Please continue. continue. <clears throat> where, 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 no. Yeah. Where are we at now? Yeah. So yeah. Who's gonna mention the comments? Uh, yeah. 
people are. I figure people probably end up mentioning it. Uh, but it's something that it's not unfucking known. Uh, <laughs> but it is something where. So Corey Taylor uh, is very vocal about his past. Growing up, he had a very, very bad drug problem, uh, which is highlighted when he talks about at 17, he overdosed, and instead of somebody taking him to the hospital, he woke up in a dumpster. He doesn't know how long he was there for. They took his shoes. He was covered in blood that wasn't his own. <laughs> he took his shoes? Yeah, and he was just left in a dumpster. So when Corey woke up, he was like, I need to change how I'm living because clearly, like, I could have fucking died and no one would have given a shit. They threw me in a fucking dumpster. It's like the Robert Downey Jr. story all over again. Uh, So he ended up moving in with his grandma, which is where he ends up starting Stone Sour, getting into Slipknot. So he had, like, like, shipped his his whole life up, like, realizing doing drugs and the way he was going was going to fucking kill him. So he ended up getting into what he is now. Now he's in a band that's doing really well, but what comes with money? Drugs. Lots of drugs and lots of alcohol. You don't want any (laughs) capitalism. The guys going on tour. You don't want any Dewey. It's not addictive. The guys are going on tour. Corey's not doing drugs, but he does end up uh, having an addiction that he had already started to kick before going into all this. He gets very addicted to alcohol next. Uh, I thought he just bought a bunch of Billy Goats. Yeah, no, he just trades one addiction for the other. Uh, So Corey's drinking starts getting really bad as they're on tours. Uh, a bunch of the other guys end up getting into the drugs and alcohol scene as well because you're on tour you're crammed with the nine guys all the time you fucking hate each other being on a bus for 12 hours at a time and also like the drugs will they're gonna help you perform not the, not saying that drugs are make it, make it better for but when you're on when you're hopped up on so much shit that you could just you're high energy constantly you're gonna be like oh I should I should keep doing drugs yeah like I should keep doing this because I don't feel the anxiety of being in front of these people and that develops problems yeah uh, these are some of the things that start to happen which when we get into the next album that is, these are things that become very much a problem uh, but this is where they initially start uh, there's also a lawsuit that happens while they're on tours here uh, yeah so they do the the live in La Vida Loca uh, while they're on tour. There was originally two songs on the album that you cannot find out. Well, actually, the 10th anniversary re-release of the self-titled, you can get one of them. The other one, you will never see the light of day unless you find it on YouTube with somebody that had it originally. Uh, so the two songs were called Frail Limb Nursery and Purity. They were a, a duo that were supposed to be towards the middle of the album. They get into a lawsuit because it turns out when they wrote the song Purity, it was based off a story on the internet oh, in no. early 1998 with no author on it, just some really fucked up story. So they write a song about a little story about Purity Knight, who was stolen from her home and buried alive. And they were like, that's a metal song. So they write the song. While they're on tour and the album's been released, it's been out for a little bit, they get a lawsuit of cease and desist for these two particular things. Because it turns out this is one of those original creepypastas where somebody wrote a really fucked up story on the internet to scare people. But because there was no author, they just assumed that they could, like, use it for what they were going to use it for. Especially back in way early internet. Yeah. During, yeah, the early internet days of, like, people don't understand what the fuck it is. So, uh, who gives a shit? Video forward is on the seven people. Um, so, yeah, they get the lawsuit for this, and Corey, uh... Man took a car. Exactly, yeah. One that earlier... Copy uh, Corey has talked about this uh, in an interview before. Uh, 
I was backstage in the dressing room waiting to go on on one of the shows. I don't even remember what show at this point. But I was on the phone with this judge, and he just keeps asking if we had any idea it was a fictional piece of work. Did you know that this guy had written it? Do you know you were blatantly ripping it off? Blah, blah, blah. I was, And I explained to him, like, no, we read this on the internet. There was no name associated with it. We wrote both songs. The album's been out for months. So why is this lawsuit coming? It, it, like, again, like it's really the internet, so... If if you don't see it in person, you're like, oh, this just popped out of nowhere. Yeah, because like the the album came out in June. This lawsuit comes, I want to say, around November. It's in November that this lawsuit comes. So like the album's been out. Why the fuck are we getting this lawsuit now? Uh, and essentially, uh, Corey ends up going that uh, after we explain it to him, we thought it would make a good metal song, yada yada. He gets real fucking quiet, and then he just with a loud ass sigh goes, "Well, just remove the songs from the album, and we can just." we can just choose to drop this whole thing. Just take those off the album then, if that's the issue. So they do. They, they take off uh, Frail Limb Nursery and Purity. They replace it with what was going to be a bonus song called Me Inside. That goes in the middle. Uh, and they end up re-releasing the album in December with that. And as I said, the 10th anniversary album has Purity in its lineup, but it doesn't have Frail Limb because that was the initial issue because it held lines from the story. So anyway, <clears throat> I mean, they they could probably get away with it nowadays, not just, because they'd be like, "Hey, it's in, yeah, but, it's in the which mall. is why I, I mean, you can find it on YouTube for people who had the original yeah. like trackless CD and like put it so, put it on the internet later. But it, it's just that because it was a weird time on the internet. It was it was a very weird time, and it, it comes down to like, well, the name wasn't on it, but this guy has proof that he wrote it. Blah blah blah. So it just it was easier just to remove the fucking songs than sit in court forever. Uh, another, uh, which is also uh, the demo track "Despise," was originally "Purity," which was something that did get released before "Purity" did, because you know legal loopholes. It's not named the same thing, and it's yeah. the lyrics changed by the end of it. So, uh, and then there's also a bonus track called "Eeyore," uh, which I wanted to bring up because the story behind the song was that there was a really big fucking guy that would come to the early early shows. They called him Thor because he was very big. <laughs> He was very big. He was long blonde hair, but he would get in the middle of the mosh pit and he would just stick his elbows out, which for people, if you've never been to a metal show, the only time you do this is when you're on the edge of the pit. You don't want to get pulled in. So you do this. So when people get rowdy, they hit you and they're like, okay, you're not part of it. He would go in the middle of it and just fucking whack people and see, throw them down, yeah, see, which is not cool. That's not proper etiquette. You don't do that shit. Now, let's see. Back to Electric Forest. I've also always wanted to be into a mosh. You don't. I don't. You don't. You don't. You'll get. You, you I like don't. the idea. I want. I, I want the story of a mosh. I've seen enough mosh pits at the shows I've been to where I'm like, that's not for me. Like, I want the idea of being like, oh yeah, I've been to a mosh pit. You've been in a mosh pit. Uh, yeah, I've been in a mosh pit. But Eeyore was the basis of this uh, because Corey said that basically the crowds got real tired of that. And he said at one point, he just got fucking mobbed. Like, the crowd was moshing, and then in the minute he stepped in to stick the elbows out and hit somebody, they fucking just annihilated his ass. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, there's a fucking etiquette if you're in the pit. You're not a dick. He yeah. was a dick. You got fucking checked. because, yeah, like, all is fair. Of course, there's, there's rules, like, if someone says... Help me! You fucking help that yeah. person. Oh, there, there's there's plenty of instances of bands that like stop the show because someone's down and they're not getting help up. They will stop the fucking show and make sure that person's all right. Yeah. Like, like there's there's a lot of stigma for some shows, but 
in a genuinely good, decent band who cares about the fan, like they will fucking stop if they see shit. Yeah. So like the fact that everyone <laughs> mosses you. Yeah. Stick my dick in your ass. <laughs> there, there it is. I was waiting for it. I, yeah. Uh, also, I just wanted to go over that the the self titled album, for all intents and purposes, was Slipknot reimagining and reforming themselves because a lot of the songs that are on it were songs that were on MFKR before that had been repurposed for this one, and there's even some on the Murf-ker. next album. Murder, fuck, kill, repeat. Ah, Murfker. Gotcha. Right? Mate, feed, kill, repeat. Mate, feed, kill. MFKR. Murfker. I was close. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, a lot of the songs got repurposed for this. Uh, like the opening song, Sick, was actually... Yeah, just seems overpowered was actually the self-titled song Slipknot. They repurposed it, reworded it. Uh, then you also yeah, got like Gently and the, the title track Iowa on the next album, also I'm from MFKR. Uh, only One, Tattered and Torn. Exiled to the Oblivion. Only One, No Life. And I think there's like one or two others that come off. There are like reimaginings. Man, Jared, I, I like a lot of bands. <clears throat> I like a lot of them. I don't think I've, I've memorized all of the songs on specific albums. Oh, with Slipknot, I am all over that shit. Like, I do know, like, some homework, and I do know, like, if I was pressed, I could probably do Discovery. Personally, one of my my favorite tracks off the self-title would probably be Eyeless, which which also has a story behind it, funny enough. Uh, There's the whole thing about you you get to California, Mullet Brando Eyes, when they first went... When they... When they first went to Cali for recording, they, they met a homeless guy outside the studio, and that was the thing he kept telling them was that they had Marlon Brando's eyes and that they were fake Hollywood, and they wouldn't make it. So that was where the basis for that song came from, which was this crazy fucking homeless dude outside. First, that sounds like, like you're sure. You, did you know that you have Marlon Brando's eyes? No, what does that mean? It means you're fake and you can't see Hollywood. Are we talking pre-Superman or post-Superman? <laughs> Post-Superman. God damn it. <laughs> That's the insult. So yeah, the 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 album, uh, as I said, this this album was a rebirth for the band uh, to a global to a global scale. Because before they only gave it really at the show, they did they didn't get anywhere. This one is being put out by Roadrunner all over the globe. Uh, so by November they've done about two hundred fucking shows. They they start in May. By November they've done about two hundred fucking shows. On They're all just high as fuck. <laughs> All the there's, time. Yeah. there's a lot of high, so a lot of fights. Drugs. So uh, much drugs. They do take a brief break here uh, to kind of spend some time with family. And also, if we're just going to be honest, it was because they'd been stuck with each other for that entire fucking time. And there's not yeah. a lot of room when you're on a bus. Yeah, and they dude. talk about this openly of like, oh no, we fucking hate uh, each other at yeah. that point. There's like, there's not room for that shit. Dude, you can't jack off in peace. <laughs> no, there's, there's no peace. Could you imagine uh, being on a bus, just the four of us, for like our cross country trip? But uh, the the break doesn't Suck. the break doesn't None really you jerk uh, off. So I'm the only one has to worry about that. I think I think Sven and listen, I have been more calm than anyone else. I've jerked off in a lot of weird places, so don't put it past me to find something creative. So exactly. the, the the break they get doesn't right, last very long. Touch the fucking sock. <clears throat> like we're getting to a trip to California. The, the break doesn't last very long. They tour up till about December. They take a short little break, as I said, get it kind of away, get their heads straight. But they're called immediately back because it turns out that there was just a lot of fucking people who wanted them on their tours and their, their fucking listings. So they end up getting pulled back in. Uh, by May of 2000, a year after they had started at OzFest, now they're here. 
Ha ha ha. <laughs> anyway. You really proud of that one? Did you write that one in there? No. I, no. no. It's, it's not in here. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so a year after they started, uh, about a year since uh, the self-titled album came out, uh, the Recording Industry Association of America recognized it as certified platinum for selling uh, over one million copies in that year. Canada follows the month Eight. after for selling uh, over a million copies. I love the, the Canadian band still not A. A. But I mean, at, at this point, you know, if you think about it from like a musician standpoint, they're on top of the fucking world at this point. Like, you've only been going a year. You have a seven album deal. Your first album went platinum in your first year. Everyone wants you on their tours. Everyone wants you as a headliner. They're doing pretty well as far as just getting into this shit with Roadrunner. Uh, which, because of this, uh, we had, I had mentioned before that Sony had responded to them with, uh, if you're the future, music, music is dead. So upon receiving that platinum award, you know, of like, hey, your album sold over a million copies, they proceed to buy a dozen roses, they paint them all black, send them to the CEO of Sony and go, well, with quote, I guess music is dead because we just got certified platinum. Yeah, it's like the, As a fuck you, you didn't sign us. Guess what? Like now the people who said fucking you know that that go over as well as a Led Zeppelin. Exactly. And then they made their name Led Zeppelin. Uh, so June third, two thousand, Slipknot headlined the Dynamo Open Air. Uh, here, Sean repaints all the colors on the clown mask, makes him very uh, vibrant. This gets known as the Dynamo Clown. Uh, they also wear vibrant white jumpsuits, known as the Dynamo suits. When do we get the cockrock? God, Jesus Christ. Uh, the show is televised and recorded, <clears throat> so this only helped push them out there and get everyone get out to the fans and whatnot. Dynamo itself goes so well that the guys immediately get offered to join the roster for Tattoo the Earth with uh, bigger bands such as Slayer, Cold Chamber, and Never Sepultra. Heard. I know you wouldn't have. They're metal bands. But anyway. Jared, I'm... Everyone knows Slayer. I, I was about to say, it's fucking Slayer. <laughs> like, uh, but anyway, they get pulled onto this tour, which also has some other new metal, NU, new metal bands, a term that everyone still fucking hates because it, it, it encompasses way too fucking much. Uh, anyway, so they get onto this tour. They, uh, there are someone who parked them near, like, up on the wrong side of the road. Oh. She's getting her mail, but it's weird how she's parked Oh. For the Tattoo of the Earth tour, uh, Clown Paint repaints his mask again, but this time, all the white, what would normally be like a white or like the skinnish tone that it had, uh, he paints everything a darker skin tone so that the colors really, really... Oh, it's fucking Nightmare Fuel when I looked it up. <laughs> so <we're talking laughs> That's fucking Nightmare right? Fuel. Um, so yeah, that, that becomes the Tattoo of the Earth Clown Mask. Uh but also while on this show, while they're on this tour, they start getting asked by bands how the fuck they're doing it. Because to quote from Joey here, uh, this is what he was asked, uh, how the fuck are you guys doing the sets you're doing? It is 110 fucking Drugs. degrees out. It is 110 degrees outside, and you're not only wearing wool jumpsuits, but full head masks, like... How the fuck are you doing this? It came from Iowa. There was nothing but cold and corn. <laughs> yeah. Joey's response uh, to that was, we do it because of the music. There's nothing that stops us from putting out our best each and every show. Do we pass out a few times? Yeah, it'll happen here and there. But for us, it's not about making money. For us, it's we get to make the music we want to make to the people we want to present it to, and that's worth it to us. Yeah, don't let the people know that you're suffering. 
Oh, they they have like, had times of letting people know they suck. Predators. <laughs> yeah, that's what Mr. Beast does. Whenever he doesn't feel bad, he doesn't doesn't matter. He records stuff. Uh, and Anthony, yes. you had mentioned Mushroom Head last episode. I, I, it's I like a mushroom. passing joke. They did have a feud, but it was not like an official feud. Was it like uh, a fake beef with like Jake Paul and the other guy? No. So with Mushroom Head, uh, they do they do it. There actually is a story. They did a show in Ohio during this run with the self titled stuff. Of course, um, Ohio. And there were fans of Mushroom Head who decided to go to the show, and then they proceeded to pelt them with anything that they had, including a padlock. Which Ooh, yeah, oh my God, ricocheted off Paul the top of Paul's mask. So like. I believe that's where, like, the padlock and the nose of the pig mask came from, was he just took it and was like, fuck you. Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, that, that could cause real damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, it did. He got, he got fucked up real good. Oh. Uh, which I believe it was it hit Paul. I know it hit one of them. I want to say it was Paul because the the stuff. Anyway, uh, Skinny, the drummer for Mushroomhead. Skinny. Yeah. Uh, he's come out and, and made it very well known of, like, no, that's fan stuff. Like, we've met those guys. We've done shows with those guys. We have no problem with them. Anybody who's crazy enough to put these fucking masks and face paint on for over 20 fucking years, perfectly fine in our book, because we do the same shit, and you have to be insane to do this. I mean, it's sort of like, everyone has their toxic fans, let's not... Yes. Uh, but it's the same thing, uh, they also had a, a brief thing with ICP, which was the same thing, fans. just fans... Well, I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh, you insane clown pussy! <laughs> the only, the only beef... <laughs> Who's going chicken hunting? It's a rubber duck. Sure, Jared, the rubber duck. It sure is. The only, the only rubber duck. The only, the only beef that there actually was was Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. Fred Durst. Fred Durst. So this is something if you don't know, like Fred Durst in the early nineties, oh, no. early two thousands, when Limp Biscuit was oh. doing really well. Was kind of a giant fucking douche to anyone or thing. Yeah. Just because he thought he was king shit. Uh, so he was, because he had called Slipknot fans fat, ugly kids. Oh, no. And there's, there's, there is this YouTube clip you can find of Corey with. <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> yes, but fuck you! <laughs> uh, of Sean and Corey, I, I want to say it's like a VH1 thing, uh, but Corey calls him out for that saying, uh, I'm pretty sure that some of our fans are your fans. So you're telling me that our fat, ugly kid fans who aren't good enough for us aren't good enough for you then? I'm I'm pretty thirsty. I keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Uh, So yeah, that was the whole thing. But again, Fred Durst just... He he, named his band after his dick. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Ozzy himself actually met Slipknot after the 99 Ozfest show. Uh, They went to like a pancake house and Ozzy came up to them while they were all in the booth. Uh, Corey has said that getting hugged by him that day was like being knighted and blessed all at the same time. Mm, I wouldn't go that far, but it's fine. Uh, because, well, because for Corey... Is Ozzy Osbourne? Sure. For a lot of metal bands growing up, Black Sabbath was the band that you listened to that kind of got you in that direction. So meeting Ozzy as the man who inspired you to get into singing was a big deal for them. Uh, but even... But uh, Ozzy meeting them, he uh, the story that they have for that was that... Uh, he moved in. He like swept into their booth. It was immediately like, "Well, you guys, uh, I was, I was fucking amazing. It was fucking crazy. When do when, when do I get a number and a mask? When can I join the band? Like that was the experience they had. It was very much like he was very impressed by it. Of like, 
you're welcomed into the metal community with what you what you fucking did out there. Uh, so it was a big thing for them getting to meet one of their heroes. Uh, the Tattoo of the Year tour that they had uh, went for about 21 shows. Uh, September 2000, they released a Spit It Out music video uh, and as a single. MTV bans the video uh, because of the the shining images, which is Corey going with the axe in the door, and then Jim with the baseball bat. They said that's too violent. We can't have that. I mean, I can't. There's not really much you can say because Madonna got banned off of MTV too. So yeah, I know it's just part of the the shit. Uh, which they had to edit and take things out, which they have to do with almost everything that they do later on. Uh, anyway, so the first album obviously goes great. The uh, the sales are going great for them. Everything's going fine. However, the guys do have the realization they have six more albums to do. And they've already been touring non-fucking-stop for over a year now, where they've only had a very small break to do Gross. anything. So they decide, like, hey, guys, they're... There's a lot that's going on. We 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 kind of got in over our heads a little bit. Uh, so at this point, Sean and Joey, and no, Paul Paul and Sean, uh, they go in and start writing new music because they have to make another album. Have a fucking seven album deal. Need six more. They start writing music. They slowly pull people in as they go, figuring out p- bits and pieces of it, um, and start making demos. Uh, and obviously begin to have that talk of like, hey guys. This is the shit that's been happening. I'm kind of fucking done with these tours. I'm kind of fucking done with what this is right now. Uh, but this is where we'll leave off uh, for the next part, uh, where we're going to get into what I call the drama era, because all the shit that was festering through all these tours is about to get five times worse in the next touring, and then it's going to lead to a very long hiatus from them, because they end up about killing each other with the next part of all this. Uh, which, for those of you, you know, if you don't know, it would be the Iowa set is next, and it's not a fun time for anyone in that part. Um, but yeah, that that's all the self-titled. That they they did all the fucking tours. They they hit a bigger time than they thought that they would, and they did better than anyone expected them to do. Uh, and it's now put some pressure on them from the record company of like, yeah, so that that did really that's well. So bar. we're gonna get something like that again, right? For like all the six other albums we need, Infinite they're all growth, gonna go this well. Is not impossible. Correct. But yeah, so that's uh, that's that's part two. Moment. That's a self-titled era, uh, the catalyst of uh, shit that's about to come. All right. Fun. I found a Balrog rubber ducky. Yeah, it's adorable. I fucking ah, hate you. <laughs> oh my god, I want it so bad. <laughs> it's uh, nine inches. <clears throat> it's a big fucking duck. It's also oh, ninety-one dollars. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the love how it was a fun idea to hear the price. <laughs> uh, if you want, and if you want Gandalf, you gotta pop another twenty-three. <laughs> Gandalf's fucking cheap. But he's just a miniature, though, right? That's probably a regular one. Good god. Biden. So anyway, Wake up. catch us next week with part three. Uh, we'll we'll get week. into that not fun time. Uh, other than that, is there anything you guys have going on? Anything you want to shout out or anything that people should check out? No, right now. I know. I know we already talked about not, most not, of that earlier. So not currently. No. Oh, I'm gonna go see Scream Six this weekend. I'll oh. let you know if it's any good. Yeah. 
me and the girlfriend realized they gave us the weekend off, so we were like, let's go see that, because uh, that comes out Friday, and it's yeah, going to be in town things, Saturday, so a lot of things said, coming out, um, because uh, I think Mario's coming out this week, too. Fuck. No, it's not until it's May, isn't it? I thought it was March. It can't be already. I would have seen more commercials by uh, now. Well, we'll we'll look it up. Didn't it, did it already have a final trailer? Because that's usually like two months or so before it comes out. So May would be a better. We 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 could do a Jonathan Majors double feature. No. <laughs> Go see. Anyway. <clears throat> hey man, the Lost one then. Go check out the the Hasbro warehouse sale if you dare. But it, don't. From what they said, you're already just gonna see a bunch of shit you don't want anyway. Okay. Sven. Uh-huh. Where are they finding you? What are you? Are you stealing souls? You're not killing children anymore. So He's what do you do? No, I'm, I'm not. Off. I'm not <laughs> killing children. He's doing it out of spite. <laughs> if I swallow all of your cum, you can't reproduce. He's already got Okay, I will be going back in the child murdering business. <laughs> uh, you can find me um, at Sven Son of Magnus or at Oddcast Sven on Twitter. Of April 5th. Interact with me. I'll be mean to you. Um, yes, you will. Send I don't know. I'm not really doing anything. Send your buttholes to him. Sure, do it. You want me to look at your butthole? I'll I'll peer into the abyss, and it will. He'll raise your butthole. I do. What? Out of ten. So then, what what would be a ten star butthole for you? One that I can't see. All right. Because <laughs> there's so much cheek in the way. What the fuck, man? Right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Podcast meeting. Bye-bye.